family life educator. I have so many questions. When you cane, is physical abuse. Parents of today are a bit too uptight. I only see my dad like once a month. Life is not fair, except this is going to be it. Should you cane your children? This is your daily catch-up. Yes. Really? Boom. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Are you guys ready to unpack some trauma? Ooh. Because we have a special guest, Mr. James Sachi. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you, guys. Thank Welcome you for having sir. me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so yeah. some background information. James is a family life educator and is also the acting head of Touch Parenting. And he's been training and mentoring adults and youth for more than 20 years. Wow. I think the purpose of this episode, right, is like obviously Dan is going to be a father in about four months. So like, mm. sure, I think there's some advice <laughs> nice. we can have there. But also... We're really milking this like, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. But also... Also, I think that we've all like grown up in kind of different yeah. households mm-hmm. with all kind of different kinds of situations. So mm-hmm. maybe we can talk about what we experienced mm-hmm. and with all the experience that James has, he can help us maybe unpack some stuff. Like. Sure, sure. Yeah. Definitely. I guess first things first is like what is a family life educator? Okay, so what we do is we do uh, upstream programs, programs like workshops, like talks. Uh, we do one-to-one consultations for the family, uh, making them aware of parental issues, helping them to uh, give them strategies, give them skills, some philosophy, some principles, Yeah, how to navigate the difficult parenting years. So, so yeah. for, for those a bit blur, uh, okay, <laughs> like myself, what, what, what upstream, downstream? Okay, upstream is like prevent, preventive work. Ah, awareness okay, work. Okay. Yeah. 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 So problems could be severe, not so severe, but that's like the first point of contact, first screening. Mm. Then the midstream could be like maybe marital issues. I see. Then the downstream could be maybe a child abuse. I see. Okay, issues, okay. yeah. Got maybe it. really deep financial issues. Yeah, so you can come down downstream. I also read in your profile, right, like when doing some research on you, is that you are certified to conduct yeah. multiple psychometric assessments such sure. as MBTI. Oh my God, I love MBTI. <laughs> I just want to say like the I think the second week of meeting Alison right she goes what's your MBTI yeah. Yeah. then uh, I tell her then she's like oh my god it's the same I say, is it the same <laughs> thing that you use like the 16 personality thing yeah it's, it's MBTI 16 personality is MBTI but I think MBTI is a bit complex for them oh with oh, 16 yes. yeah with Why? 16 different configurations why why because of the 16 oh, different configurations many, yeah. yeah so many okay, okay. so I think a simpler tool like a DISC will suffice. What's the idea? How does that work? Okay, so let me just uh, make it a bit simple. It's it's broken up into four different personality Uh, types. One quarter of the MBTI. So D stands for dominant, Mm. I stands for influencing, S stands for stable, Mm. and C stands for compliant. So let's say, Alison, Mm. is your style active or passive? Are you passive. Passive, okay. <laughs> so passive, you will probably fall under the S or the C, the stable or the compliant. Well, one question, ah. you can really put a line. Okay. So, uh, any one of you active? 
No, I see. Passive. Passive. <laughs> so, so three of you all passive stuff. Okay. Yeah. Now, to understand this for parents yeah. is when you look at your children, let's say a dominant personality. Mm. Okay. So this child's boundaries need to be a bit wider. This child doesn't like you to control them right. so much. Okay. But if a parent is a compliant parent, they're all, they're, you know, rules mm. make them secure. And so now the C the compliant parent needs to adapt and adjust so that they can meet the dominant child's need. It's the synergy ah. between the two types. Yeah. So it's the awareness, it's the synergy, it's how can we communicate better? Like on the plane at that time. Oh yeah. my God. Well, I really want to sign up the parent for this course. <laughs> <laughs> the kid... <laughs> no, the kid just keep talking, talking, talking. Like, mommy, yeah. mommy, mommy. Then she just like, she's like drained. True, true, so true. she just like, yes, quiet, <laughs> quiet. <laughs> then the air stewardess gave him ice cream. Keep quiet. Worst what? decision ever. Oh. He had like an extreme sugar rush. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. Maybe you all should give up flyers on the plane. <laughs> 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 People are going for holiday. They don't want you to disturb them. You know, on the return flight. Yeah. 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 I think if, if we talk about situation like that, yeah. what is the best way to deal with it? Or do you need to know their personality type? That lady was passive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could tell. So this is what I term as the during window. You know, the during window is when huh? that that situation happens. The uh, fire is uh, on. The pain. Mm. The right you're experiencing right now. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the best thing you can do is just survive. But you want to prevent these during windows from repeating too many times. Right. You don't want to always be uh, in a during window. Yeah. So you have a preparation stage. Uh, yeah. So that before window, you have to do things to prepare the kid for the flight. Then have an after window to learn. After you look back and say, okay, next time I don't want that to happen again. Right. What are the things I need to implement? Mm. Change. So that's bad behavior, right? Because inconveniencing other people, right? Mm. So there should be some form of discipline either during or after the flight. So what does discipline look like? Because we, we, we know today that like Hitting is frowned upon, right? You don't hit kids, etc. Mm. Like not back in the days. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Spare the rocks, like, spoil the like, child. Back in the day, we we yeah. grew up like a slightly different in different times. Yeah. Yeah. So, what does discipline look like today? We touch. Uh, even uh, for MSF, for positive parenting, we don't encourage caning. We say use alternatives. But the culture is such mm. that some people say we want to cane. Why do you want to cane? I want to get this objective across. You know, for moral failures, I cane. Mm. Lying, stealing, I cane. Mm. To show the kid that this is a serious thing. But the research is quite consistent. Many parents don't know it. And mm. so when you cane, it's physical abuse. And there's resentment and anger. And so it can get very ugly as, as times go on. Your mm. relationship with your kid will just go, will be gone. We can't condemn parents who say caning works but if they want to just use the kid they need to know the rules of caning they need to know the temperament how to close they don't just cane because you're angry that's the worst thing you can do Mm. I wanted to say last time my family household was like the opposite I think for me my brother different case but then for me right, my parents treat me like they never give me like punishment until I own self ask for everyone so the one time no boundary I remember when I was young right, I had to ask like don't send me to school like I want to go on my own or like I say can you you ground me for like a week 
you wanted to like, fit in with your brother who was getting punished. <laughs> it's like, no, it's like, I think like, even I never got anything but my friends are talking about like caning and like <laughs> detention. So you got left out, you got four more. I want to be yeah, caning yeah, too. Then I, then I like, give the cane to my parents like, like, I... <laughs> Please cane me. I see like, why, why I don't have any punishment when I do like something wrong? So when you were older, just this curiosity yeah. lah, do you start, start to get a little bit more wilder or were you always a good girl until now? What I'm trying to say is this uh, Because uh-huh. You know sometimes Kids who feel that they are good uh-huh. And when they want to explore the bad side uh-huh. When they're older I'm just wondering if that happened to you or not uh-huh. ah, I, don't think, I don't think I went to the bad side or something like that But I think I Did like Based on my own reflecting mm. I think I got mm. imposter syndrome mm. So for example I think it's because My parents used to say like Oh Alison is like a good girl blah, blah, blah. Yes. So when I do something wrong right mm. Then I'll feel like Oh my god like I'm You let I, them down not, not really let them down But I'm like Not that person mm. So you I feel like Because like, they see me as yeah. like The good girl Good, good Alison Like she do nothing wrong She's very nice She's very like sweet daughter okay so I would think like when I act out or like mm. do like maybe I curse or something like some, something simple like cursing sure. or like just not up to what my parents would think is a good girl right then I will just think like oh my god like who am I mm, your whole cause your whole identity is wrapped around yeah, good yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's, oh that's very important good insight actually because you are good it's an important conditioning because you don't want bad people, right? Mm. But what happens is the child now begins to interpret that I must be perfect. Mm. And because they are perfect, they don't make, want to make mistakes. They don't want to try. They don't want to risk because it is too much of a, a pain or disappointment. I don't want to disappoint yeah. people. Mm. Yeah. So w- were there any parenting mistakes that you feel you made and then, and then you learned from? Or like what's the worst mistake that you think you made as a parent? I made a lot and I still do make some. Now, you must remember that I've been doing this for 20 over years. Yeah. So, so I should be, <laughs> like you say, master parent. Master syndrome. <laughs> master parent, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, when my child was primary four or primary five, uh, he came back one day, he was so happy with his mother tongue results. So my, both my children did higher mother tongue Chinese. They did Chinese, they did Chinese, yeah. Slay. So, uh, slay, slay. This one slay. So, uh, <laughs> he speaks like the young ones. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> and so he came to flex. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. He came to flex. So his mother tongue result was 22 over 40. Okay. Oh. Nothing to flex. <laughs> uh. But he came he to you passed. like very happy. Is he it? He's like, happy. Show mother, show me. What, 22 upon 40. Oh, that's quite cute to be honest. <laughs> so with all my family education training, I calm myself down, look at him kindly yeah. and say to him, Daddy, proud of you, 22 upon 40. Yeah? Okay, next time, what mark would you like? Then he said, no, I'm happy with 22 upon 40. <laughs> so after two, three times, the fire comes in. Uh. The fear comes in. <laughs> he cannot be a success, you know, if you continue like this. And all this mm-hmm. rushes in in a few seconds. And I open up my mouth. I say, son, you continue like that, you finish. Oh, okay. He was confused. And I went on a uh, one-minute lecture, which is enough to destroy him. Mm-hmm. He Whoa. started crying. And he started to move away from me. He went to hug his mother. My wife is like, Donna, Donna. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
it irritates you more. Yeah. What donor? Exactly. Yeah, don't empower him, you know. Yeah. Don't empower him. I say, boy, you shouldn't be crying, you know. And and uh, he started shivering and shaking. Then I say, okay, 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 come, come, come. Hug, hug daddy, hug daddy. Okay, over already, over already. <laughs> come close to me oh, no, no but yeah you must know, remember yeah. that I was already having very good relationship with my kid I play with them almost every night they love to see me come back and now for him to say don't come close to me uh, he hurt uh, you yeah. yeah but that woke me up <laughs> I went inside my room that's why I say evaluation is important we always make mistakes and my wife told me the context only two people in the class passed their higher mother tongue He's Yay. one of them. Oh, that's why he was so happy. And the highest mark, 24. Oh. He was second in class. So th- when I understood the context, what do you think? I, f- mm. I feel like the worst parent. Mm. And next day I have parenting talk. Boy, the way the kids study for you guys, man. Talking about. <laughs> it's like... Master parent, I got inferiority complex now. <laughs> and so, so these kind of interactions wake us up, wake me up that mistakes but I need to have a closure I need to come back to my child and say this is not going to be a pattern in our mm. family but maybe I'll make the same mistake again but it's not going to be a pattern we will learn we'll be teachable something like that you know right so creating that system letting him know that okay the next time when there's bad grades again it's just to set the expectations so that they're not anxious about the next time it happens yeah, yeah. Okay. I said I'll try to understand I'll, I'll try to understand the context. Mm-hmm. That's my commitment to my wife. That was my commitment to him. I say that now I understand mm-hmm. what happened and this is good, mm-hmm. right? This this 22 upon 40 is excellent. It's yeah. crazy how our parents like probably like, like when they were raising us, right? They, there was none of there this. There was none of this. Like, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Of they were just instinct. I'm just wondering whether like the parents of today are maybe being a bit too uptight because with the amount of like information that they have right they have all these kind of like different profiles and books to read and resources online mm. like they are putting themselves into a box a lot of pressure yeah yeah. yeah. so you, you you get all kinds of different things and then you try to apply this one and then this one is negating the other one yeah. Yeah. so you can get confused yeah. so this one I call Rojak Parenting lah yeah because <laughs> all over yeah right now we have this program called Triple P Positive Parenting mm. Program, right? So this is like a foundational program, fundamentals. Right? Let's, yeah. let's dive a little bit into it. So what, what is Positive Parenting? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, so positive parenting gives you a... Uh, simple structure of how to use positive parenting strategies to bring out positive behavior from your child, positive behavior. So positive behavior could be something like, instead of throwing a tantrum, communicate your needs. That's a positive behavior. The idea of positive is not, we have no problems in our life. I'm always very nice to you. 
No. Mm. Impulsive oh, parenting, wow. there's something called assertive discipline. We are firm. These are all a kind of a basket of skills. Yep. What's a directed discussion? What is a descriptive praise? How to use it? They learn that. Mm. And so these, these strategies sort of develop a positive behavior in the child or put them at least in the right path. It's so mind-boggling to me that a doctor trains for like 12 years. All our different jobs, like we have to go to school for so long and the biggest job of all is parenting and there is no fixed like syllabus. Mm. No one goes to school for it. Everything is left to chance. Mm. Um, and we're actually really lucky that I guess we turned out somewhat okay. A little, some of us <laughs> yeah. are trauma-filled, but like, we're, we're a little bit okay. And so like, hopefully the next generation of kids right, are actually yeah. going to be hopefully a lot more well-adjusted, a lot yeah. more better off, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and, and thanks to like at least mm. more programs like this mm. to create that, that syllabus for parents, yeah. uh, a bit more of a resource yeah. um, that I feel I'm going to need also. Yeah. How long is this course? Can I sign him up for it? Yeah, you can. <laughs> it's very, it's short, brief courses. So we have like, uh, we run three seminars, consecutive seminars or so. Okay. Uh, easy. Just get a, just get an overview. How, how, uh, how early do you start when the kid is three? Yeah, we can start early. No problem. Yeah. But sometimes if the kid is too young, the problems are very different. The problems are you haven't really experienced life with a cute little newborn. You're just, just pooping on the floor. Yeah, pooping on the floor, <laughs> lack of sleep, a little bit of tantrums when they are two years old, a mm. bit of very stubborn, very active, my yeah. kid. Yeah. Something that I am, uh, I have so many questions. Yeah. Um, okay. So, like, free session, okay. right? Better, Go like, make it. use of it. Yeah. Um, I guess what is the mandated or, like, recommended. Um, advice when it comes to devices and children, especially from a young age. Okay, so some principles are guidelines. Yes, are, okay, guidelines, principles. Ages zero to five, if you're trying as much as possible not to expose them to too much online stuff. Reason for that, your brain is growing exponentially. In fact, 90% of your brain growth happens in the first five years. Mm. So when they have a... Uh, a deluge of so much by the internet stimulants and it it goes into their brain and it just wires the whole brain. Of course, if you want to do it because you got some learning, some TV, Sesame Street, the baby shark, all this kind of thing. So you keep it at doable limits. Timing. Mm. Five minutes, ten minutes. As they're growing older, you can open up a little bit and it cannot be any time I want. It has to be measured and it has to be planned. I, I guess where, where I, I potentially see um, struggle is that, because Ned and myself, we use a lot of devices, right? Yeah. And so then for us to then say, you shouldn't do that, it's not good for you. <laughs> okay, good night. And then we're like, <laughs> we're watching show and then we're playing games. Like it, it, it doesn't fit your context. It doesn't fit your values. For you, you think it's okay, right? I, I, I feel like it's not okay because they're young. And I feel mm. like they will earn that right when they get older. Mm. But I guess it's how do you deal with like, perceived hypocrisy Oh, okay. That you can do it, but I cannot do it. So I think we need to send a message to kids from young that life is not fair. (laughs) (laughs) How to teach that? Deal with it. Because the child will always tell you life is fair. Mm. And so you need to correct their wrong thinking. Life is not Ah, fair. So you break their innocence of the world. They should figure that out early. Then the world cannot break them. And so in this context, what is not fair is adults have certain amount of freedom that we earn the right. Mm. We earn the right and we are able to manage. So you can have certain amount of freedom at your level, but you need to earn the right for the freedom. A lot of things you've been talking about it seems to be there is some level of communication between yeah. parent Very and child. Yeah. But like, what if we get to that worst case scenario where the parent is coming in for solutions f- to you uh, 
when the whole relationship has already been like uh, broken down la. there's no relationship point of no re- uh, to them la, point of no return mm-hmm. broken if the relationship is broken you put any kind of rule is going to have a repercussion yeah and it's not going to fix itself also yeah. it's not going to fix itself so you need to take one small step to fixing the relationship the one small step could be something like this father drives daughter to school and keep quiet throughout ask one or two questions, daughter don't want to answer, accept this is going to be it. But be consistent in driving your daughter to school because that is a, what we call the white space. Another small step beside presence, you could be picking on some positives of the child and saying it in a, sh- in a short five seconds. You know, Why your hair so nice? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, you can you can say why your hair so nice. Then it might if the relation is really damaged. They look at you strangely. Hard to be only. Yeah. How about these principles when it comes to like say adult relationships with our parents? Like, hmm. are, what what if there are certain situations in which I'm 25, I'm 30, I have a broken relationship with my family? Can these principles apply as well? Yeah, the advantage the 25-year-old has versus the 16 or 17-year-old child or even younger is brain development. So at a 25-year-old, you look back and you ask yourself, is this what I want? A damaged relationship. You say no. Again, you ask yourself, what amends must I make? Now I have to make a conscious decision whether I want to let go of the grudge. I want to forgive my parents. I want to start a new page. That person may not change. That person may still be naggy, but I have changed. Back to the locus of control. What can I control? I control something so that I feel that when my actions or whatever I do to you, I feel proud of myself. I respect myself. I like myself, right? And I'm freer this way. So you didn't change, but I changed. Will you say that is like kind of coming to terms with the relationship rather than mending the relationship? Yeah, it's possible. And I feel that sometimes we need to empathize. I think empathy is a powerful, powerful EQ skill. So in making amends or accepting the situation, I will go along the lines of empathy and using words to to acknowledge the pain, the struggle, the concern, not excusing the action, but forgiving the action, letting it go. And telling my parents that, you know, that was then. Hmm. What's important to me is what is now. I think earlier, Alison, you mentioned that your, your parents were divorced. Yeah. Like, how did that affect your relationship with your parents? Um, my parents divorced when I was like primary two. Wow. I can't really remember, but I remember we were still like, you know, before separating, there's a few years, so we're still living together. Like, they'll be okay to talk to me, sure. but they cannot talk to each other. Oh, so no. I was always like, like the mediator. Kind of, yeah. You tell your mother this. Yeah, the messenger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so I think like, when I grew up, right, then I feel like I adopted this kind of personality of being like a very mediator personality. Like, I hate conflict. I like just want to make peace as soon yeah. as possible. Yeah. In my teenage years, I think I was more resentful. But then like, when I grew up, right, and then I start reflecting, and then I learned about like life traps. Now I realize I do have this like abandonment life trap, which is like a behavior or like a repeated thinking like, that people will leave me eventually. And also like that I'm defective. That means that I'm not enough and hence someone will leave me. La. But then after reflection, mm-hmm. now I feel like I shouldn't 
harp on it and how should I change, which I think it has improved my relationship with my parents a bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think we ever talked about it openly. Mm-hmm. You know how you say like the white space thing? Mm-hmm. I think we just continue doing the white space thing mm-hmm. and then eventually like, I felt better lor. Because mm-hmm. at first like, maybe like dinners will feel very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But then eventually like, I think once you get into that routine, then somehow mm. you'll be better. Mm-hmm. During that time, who who did you live with? I said, I always stay with my mom. Right. So I only see my dad like once a month. Right. How has that affected your relationship with your dad though, when you stopped living with him? Uh, as in just very distant, so never talk about much things Even actually. until today? Uh, yeah, but I feel like I come to accept that. I feel like I find comfort in him putting effort to maybe mm. like, um, go out to dinner with us. Mm, like, mm. for example, in the past, right, it's like I won't go out to dinner with him. Mm, like, mm. maybe he'll just drop off something. Mm. But then now it's like, almost every month, there'll be like a dinner, mm. at least like a dinner mm. that he'll treat. And then mm. like, it's just like a big step up from last time. He initiate or you initiate? Can um, I ask? Sometimes it's both. Don't both. Okay. Yeah, but I think he did initiate initiated one big like big conversation that's where things get better mm. la. like reset, he, la, reset. he kind of like apologized mm. and then I was like oh my god what's happening he's like that sudden one like I don't know why like mm. I think he went somewhere then he like got a perf- epiphany Epiphan. that kind of thing then he apologized to what happened and like moving forward how would he be la? Yeah, mm. I think it's just like not every parent will have this like so early in life because sure. he's like 70 plus already yeah. then he have this mm. epiphany. Yeah. So I think it's just like I learned to be more empathetic to yeah. our parents. Law. Your story is very interesting because when I think about it, when I look at it, it's like he wants to build the bridge but sometimes because he doesn't have the knowledge, the education, mm. nobody spoke to him, no dialogue, nothing. So he's just trying his way forward. So up to 70 years, it must have taken him a lot to just come and talk to you. Because you grew. As you matured, you had more input, more knowledge, more awareness. You revisited some of your pain points mm. of life. But, but that pain motivated you to, to seek some kind of solution. You see, you're very aware of yourself. Well, I, you know, I, I, I want to please people. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want them to please me, you know, or whatever. Uh-huh. So you're very aware <laughs> of this whole situation. Uh-huh. Uh, that's because of growth and maturity over time. Right? Your brain developed, you're exposed to different things and then you revisit some things. Mm. And so I feel, come back to our context, right? That if parents were to, to have this kind of foresight a little bit more, not what will happen so much now, but what will, ha- what will my kid do in the 20s? Right. Will they Ooh. come back to me? Mm. Will we have a relationship? We connect so the things I do now, like I show them commitment, I show them support, uh, I even show them discipline, etc. Will it breed better relationships next time? And sometimes you feel that your kid doesn't want to get close to you at 17, 18, 19 because of the bad things. But then you started taking good steps and you're consistent, hmm. committed to those steps. You find that there may be change in the 20s. So it's almost never too late to have that relationship. I think friend. that as, as the child matures, they look back, they can see the parent wants to change. Right. The parent mm-hmm. is taking a step towards me. And mm-hmm. like you like you observe very accurately, he wants to, but he doesn't know how. Mm-hmm. And once you can see that, empathy comes in. Mm-hmm. You know? And once you've got empathy, you will slowly start to see two hands clapping. You know? I think that's a beautiful that's conclusion great. to our conversation. Yeah. Jesus Thank Christ. you, therapy. <laughs> 
Thank you, therapy. Anyway, we had a lot to talk about, but there's still a lot more resources and pointers that we really want everyone to know about. So there are things like, you know, dangers of the internet for, for kids. You never know, you know, scams, there are also predators and things like that. And there are also quite a lot of resources that parents can use. And so we've included all the links down below. Is there any particular shout out you want to put? So like, I believe you mentioned MLC, the Media Literary Council. That sure. was one. Yeah. Um, Help123 was another. Yes. FFL website was good. As well as the Touch website. Yeah. So we've got Families all the URLs uh, down below, especially um, including Families for Life. Do check them out whenever you have the time. And this episode was brought to you by the Ministry of Social and Family Development. So Big thank you to them thank and of course much. James for all that insightful thank talk. Thank you for joining thank us. You. Yeah, so thank that's you. it for today's episode. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye bye. I never <laughs> planned to be a parent, also. Sorry, let me okay, correct okay, myself. Okay. I didn't plan to be a parent so soon. Ah. Ah. Yeah. So after, oh, after marriage, I was 35. Okay. okay. I know that's not so soon, right? It's yeah. okay. But, <laughs> but uh, my this wife said, let's, let's wait a little bit more. Oh. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, she conceived about four to six weeks after we were married. Yeah. I know oh. a guy like that. Yeah, just got yeah. married and then go get his wife. Some pregnant. things, you know. Something just happened. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.